guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like building something that has legacy. Okay, first of all, apologies. We've missed two weeks. Uh, we've never missed weeks, so we missed the last two weeks. Uh, we missed one during the National Day, and then there was a last-minute cancellation last week. But we'll be back on track. Uh, we'll do double episodes in the coming weeks, uh, and you know we do have episodes lined up uh, for sort of eight weeks in advance. But sometimes, uh, due to circumstances, uh, we're unable to go live on that Thursday. Um, anyway, I want to thank you all. Uh, this will be the second last episode of 2021. I want to thank you all for listening throughout the year. Uh, it's been really interesting. We've had a lot of diverse uh, guests and uh, wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And this episode is with another industry wellness that we haven't really touched on a lot and it's a timely time uh, to talk about it. Uh, a brilliant, another great Dubai uh, business story uh, 10 years of business in the wellness center. Uh, Amrit Chan Schmidt is the co-founder, is a founder and CEO of Miracles in Dubai and she tells her story. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast. On this episode, we're speaking to Amrit Chan Schmidt. Uh, the founder and CEO of Miracles Dubai, a wellness and development center that uses a mix of clinical and holistic therapies on individuals and corporate entities. So today we're going to be talking about the business, uh, Miracles Dubai, the health and wellness industry in Dubai, and also uh, the plans for the new year and plans for the future. Good morning, Amrit. Hi, good morning. Thanks, Thanks for joining for me. And thank you for joining. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's, it's good to be here. So can you tell us um, about Miracles Dubai, how it came about, what is this and, and how you how, and your background as well? Yeah, sure. So Miracles started in the end of 2012, early 2013. And um, basically, I've been in the wellness industry for about 18 years now as a practicing therapist myself. And because I got my degree in business, I kind of wanted to combine the therapy part of it and the business part of it, just to sort of make our services around wellness and self-development more accessible to people all over the world, ideally, you know. So um, I basically have been working in different spaces. I had my own private practice. I lived in America. I moved through different countries. I was in Bahrain, I was in Oman, and then I landed in Dubai um, a little over 10 years ago. And I found at the time that people were interested, but they weren't very aware as they are today. And um, I met a lot of people when I when I arrived here because of how diverse and you know how massive this space is, and I noticed that there seemed to be an interest in this work and people really wanted it and needed it. And through my own personal experience of navigating through this process, I eventually started this wellness center, this platform called Miracles, 
um, like I said, late 2012, early 2013. And the vision was to just offer alternative therapy, wellness, meditations, workshops, classes, and just, you know, services around self-development in this country and in this region. Wow, amazing. So, yeah. yeah great story. Uh, so, yeah, two kind of things to that there before we talk about the practices. Um, you had traveled, you had worked in a few different places in the region, in the U.S., uh, do you think those experiences sort of helped uh, you to shape what Miracles became? Um, yes, in the sense that it really did give me the experience of running a wellness center from a, from a business perspective and understanding it from a therapy perspective and a client perspective. So, you know, it kind of gave me that 360 view on what was required in order to create something, you know, that is fairly successful and that it, that connects with people in that way as wow. well, you know? And, um, I do feel, however, that in Dubai, in the UAE, the, the market is so different to North America or in other parts because they're so diverse. Like people here are from everywhere, you know? So the kind of stories we hear, the kind of cases we work with are really, really um, interesting. They're unique and they're super, super gratifying. Like for a lot of people on our team, even when we speak in-house as therapists, they're like, this is like amazing the kind of cases we work with here in this region. Mm. So yes, it definitely did help in, in a certain sense, but also like, um, I guess the exposure to the market here is quite new in a mm. certain sense as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and your background in business or your degree, uh, and then you were, when you practice as a therapist, what sort of, what, what did you specialize in? Um, and what did you think was important, uh, as an offering for miracles? Uh, the services to offer. So, yeah, so I actually started in alternative therapy. There's a segment called energy healing, okay, like Reiki healing, pranic healing, chakras, crystals, things like that. So I started working with energy work when I was really, really young. I was probably 14 years old or something like that. And um, I took it on as soon as I could when I was 18. And I got into, I started my career in the spa industry, actually. And I really understood how the body works, how the systems work. And when you're in the spa industry, you can also kind of branch out to alternative therapy. So then I got trained and I got certified in hypnotherapy, in family constellations, in um, theta healing, access consciousness, so many different, pretty much, mo I would say 80% of the modalities and services that we offer at Miracles, I have practiced it as a therapist myself. Um, so my journey as a therapist has been quite vast and extensive in that sense. Um, I got my degree a little over 10 years ago. And, um, you know, it was just a matter of, I feel like, especially in the work that we do, we've got to draw that line between making it commercial and really providing a service that empowers and heals people, you know? So I think, um, I think too much of one side is not healthy. So I think my experience with my qualifications kind of every day teaches me to walk that middle line, mm. you know, with not making it too commercial or too, um, I would say, you know, just too not commercial, so to speak. So yeah, we just, we just, every day is a learning, I think. 
interesting. Is there a sort of a glide, guiding vision or mission that helps keep that in track? That you know, do you say that you put you put your your clients first? Do you say that you're you know you're not profit at all costs? Like, is is there a way to keep it like that, or do you try and provide excellency in the in the product and services? See, we really believe. Like, I really, really believe in having high standards. You know, because we're working with people's lives. You know, and we're going into really private, personal, sensitive places. So we have to have a really、um, strong sense of professionalism. You know, we have to have high standards. We have to have quality standards. And、um, I think it is about、uh, really that balance I was talking about earlier. It's very, it's. You know, for a lot of people in this industry, it can be a very confusing place because you're a professional, but at the same time, you're working with something that's so personal. You know, so how do you stay in the middle and not go too far either way? I think、um, is just something that we do when we work with clients, and obviously, we have our in-house trainings, we have orientations, we, you know, we work with quality standards, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, what are some of the milestones since twenty eleven, twenty twelve to to now, ten years later?、Uh, the journey of miracles that you can、uh, point out, or you would consider important milestones. You know,、um, from a business perspective,、uh, I think the fact that you know we have grown, our outreach has increased, like. Crazy! We have entered international markets because we not only do we have an online presence, but we travel to different parts of the world. Sometimes we invite different people from different parts of the world over. So I think our outreach locally and internationally has definitely been something that has grown and increased.、Um, I think、um, also the fact that we introduce a lot more. Uh, classes and services and techniques and offerings. So even our services have expanded in that way.、Um, and I think as a business,、uh, you know, we've grown in all these different ways. But I also have to say, on a personal level,、uh, it's a bit hard to look at it as milestones because every day you see lives transform in front of you. You know, so when you see someone coming in who's been struggling, who feels stuck, who doesn't know what to do, where to go, etc., and they come in and their lives completely change, you know, you you think, yes, this is why we do what we do. You know,、Amazing. to create that kind of impact in the world, and to just you know create different possibilities for people as much as we can. Amazing,、uh, interesting,、uh, and so you have a you have a. Clinic and wellness center、uh, in Dubai, and、uh, what goes into that? I, I haven't been, unfortunately, yet. So, can you just please? Tell you us... must come. <laughs> yeah, but come can... have a coffee with us. I I would I would like to. Yeah, amazing. And、uh, but what sort of what's the experience like for people going in, and what are the type of services, and what are the types of uh, uh, therapists that you have? So we have services that are we have basically to make it really simple it's segregated into two right you have the private sessions where people come in for one-on-one sessions we have different therapists different techniques different modalities that we use that is customized for the individual okay we offer complimentary consultation sessions for the first time they come in to understand exactly what's going on and then create a therapy plan accordingly for them. 
mm. okay, with the right therapist. Then the second part of it is that we offer group sessions. Under the group sessions, we have meditations, workshops, certified courses, support groups, coffee mornings. We go as far as movie nights, you know, um, to create that community. So we try to sort of offer something for everyone. And the people who come to Miracles are people who may be struggling with something in life. They may be fine, just curious. They just want to have a sense of wellness, well-being. They want to feel harmonized, balanced, and, you know, just manage stress in day-to-day -day life. And some just come to have fun and just, you know, we, we also off, uh, sorry, we also offer laughter yoga and laughter therapy. So they just want to let their hair down and just, you know, have a good time. So it's really interesting because people come for different reasons. Amazing. Miracles. So is it a combination of, uh, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, is there counseling as well and, and yoga and massages? Because I haven't done okay. uh, Reiki so myself we yet. Are, yeah, so we're basically a wellness center. We're not a clinic, yeah. okay? And we're not a spa or a massage center. So we yeah. don't really do massages or body therapies as such. It's something I'm hoping to include in the future. But at the moment, we don't offer that. We primarily work with the mind, with the emotions, with the energy system. And I guess the body is a part of it. And for that, we offer things like laughter yoga, sometimes we may do some stretching and things like that. But it's more the mind, body, soul interplay that we work with using techniques like hypnotherapy and consolation and coaching, things like that. Interesting. Okay, I, I, before we move into more about the industry and, and wellness in general, uh, how has the business performed? Have you found it uh, different peaks of troughs? Do you see that there's increased demand in, in Dubai for this type of wellness center over the last 10 years? And how have you got through the pandemic as well? Yeah, so um, I know the pandemic, <clears throat> excuse me, and what's happening in the world today is been quite difficult for a lot of people. Having said that, I think somewhere it's also a blessing in disguise because it's made people a lot more aware of mental health about their sense of well-being and the quality of their lives. A lot of people are taking stock and reassessing um, you know, their life. So in that way, uh, it's really contributed massively to the business per se, because a lot of people are booking in, they're calling in. Um, we were super, super busy during the pandemic and continue to be. So um, obviously we were shut down, so we offered a lot of our services online. And maybe, you know, to answer your earlier question, that's probably a milestone too, that we got through the pandemic mm. and as, as a business and, you know, we sort of uh, thrived in it almost. So um, yeah, I think to answer your question, uh, the pandemic has been a blessing and, and we have grown in that sense just to create more awareness about this work and more interest for people to book in and really take care of themselves at a much deeper level. Interesting. And, you know, when, if, if you try and educate me and initiated, but I know of, um, you know, uh, celebrity type uh, people out there who specialize in the alternative treatments and you see, you see people, uh, videos explaining, you see events that people can attend to meet these people, you see books that they've produced. Is the, are these, how does it work? Is, is the, are these treatments 
Is there, um, do you follow their theories or do your specialists have their own theories and how, how does the, how does the content and the, the services work that way? Um, thank you for asking this question because it's a really important question and we get asked this a lot actually. See, the thing is that a lot of people um, out there are talking about your personal health, your sense of well-being, and primarily how the mind works and how your mindset is, right? And to create a formula for success, so to speak. Okay. Now, the thing is, when it comes to the mind and when it comes to all these things that people are talking about, it's not a one size fits all formula. Okay. People have to find what works for them, what resonates with them. And it's, it's like saying you can't have one doctor to fix everything. You know, everyone will have their own doctor that gets them or, um, you know, or, or, a therapy or a technique that resonates with them because it's it's not a copy paste model we're so unique as individuals it just wouldn't be fair to approach it in that way i think mm. you know so we, we definitely definitely need to look for someone who's certified someone who's trained like a proper certified trained professional there are a lot of people out there who are you know self-proclaimed professionals <laughs> overnight by doing a few courses so we definitely need to find the right people to work with but what exactly it is that we should be doing is really a, a trial and error thing at this stage, I think, in our industry. You have to find what works for you. And also, I'm sorry, I just want to add one more thing. I truly personally believe that the first step to any sort of healing work or any sort of therapy work is finding the right therapist to work with. Okay, when you find someone or you meet someone that really gets the pulse of what's going on with you and creates a plan or creates a process that truly identifies all the pain points and knows how to get you out of it, then half the job is done there. And then it's just a matter of applying the techniques and, you know, facilitating that process. Mm. But what happens a lot of times is people go in the therapy and, you know, they've done all these sessions and the therapist is still trying to figure out <laughs> what the root is and mm. what's going on. So, you know, there are just a few things to look out for when people read books. And it's always good to educate yourself, like be aware, you know, learn, um, explore, you know, educate yourself and then you'll know, you'll know what works for you. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I like that. Always learning. Um, what type of people come in? You mentioned earlier that it, it's amazing. It's representative, I think, of, of Dubai with the diversity and, and but from a point of view of who approaches a wellness center? Is it someone who uh, is aware, first of all, of, of wellness center and, and of miracles that might have more uh mental health issues or is it a little bit uh related to physical ailments and they want to try something new or is it a combination uh it's definitely a combination of both now um you know i think in the day we in the times in the day we live in today uh i think people are really moving away from that stigma that point of view that yeah. you know mental health and energy healing and alternative therapy is hocus pocus there's way too much um, data out there to prove otherwise okay so when people come they're a lot more aware of what they're looking for now than before i mean there was a time before you couldn't say the word energy people would think you're a kook 
you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm really super grateful of the level of awareness people have today. But also you still have the people who come to us or to this industry as the last resort when they've tried everything else, nothing's worked and they're like, I'm just here now, find a way to fix me, you know? Yeah. So like I said, whatever works, but um, it, yeah, it just, it just depends on the individual. Okay. But, but do you, but do you, when you say you see uh, results, uh, are they more on the energy level or just, you know, the mind and the body uh, can be yeah, related? Honestly, yeah, honestly, it's, yeah, the mind, the, the mind, the emotions, the energies and the body, all these four things are all interconnected. Okay, you can, it's not possible for one to be affected and the other is not to be, mm. okay? Even if you cut your finger, for instance, you're affected on a mental level, emotional level, physical level, and energetic level, mm. okay? So when people come to us, the idea is to address all levels of them so that when it's resolved, it doesn't come back. Mm. So they may come in with, I don't know, you know, anxiety, or I don't know, my stomach's been off. And that leads to, you know, a deeper reason as to why that's happening. And then when we resolve that completely, it completely heals them mentally, emotionally, physically, energetically, and in every way. Amazing. So it's, it's individual in a certain sense, but also we look at the whole system so that whatever it is, whether it's like you said, you know, a physical issue or a mental issue, we just resolve it completely to ensure it doesn't come back. Amazing. Um, so touching a little bit around the industry and particularly in Dubai, uh, where, I'm a, I'm a, where do you see the wellness, in, the status quo of the wellness industry? Do you think that uh, there's an, enough practitioners in Dubai? Do you think there's enough awareness around wellness? Do you think the ecosystem is developed out in terms of uh, wellness centers, in terms of products, in terms of uh, experts? Uh, and how, where do you think we are versus maybe the US or somewhere else you've been? Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely, definitely believe that we have a lot more healers and therapists and facilitators in Dubai now than ever before. Not only uh, locally, because, you know, there are a few places here that teach classes and, and you know, now there are all these uh, courses available online. So people are, are certifying themselves, they're educating themselves. And so the industry is sort of churning out more and more healers, facilitators, therapists and trainers. Okay. But in addition to this, you also have all these people who are coming from other parts of the world to Dubai. So definitely, um, these services are becoming more available. There are a lot more people offering it. The industry is definitely growing. I think also with the wellness industry, because it's so vast and varied and diverse, even in terms of how many different modalities and services that exist within under this umbrella, it's going to be interesting to see how this is regulated and how do you actually do any sort of quality control on this mm. you know so that's the flip side of it like how do you know the facilitators and therapists that are the good qualified who know what they're doing versus the ones who you know just do it as a hobby and think it's great to heal the world and you know as much as i mean that's very noble and it's good that they need to exist too because we all have started somewhere you know, Interesting. but I think quality control is really important because you're working with people's lives and you're working with their mind and their state of being. So 
it, I think it's, it's definitely to be taken a lot more seriously. And that's a really interesting point. And how do you, how is it being regulated at the moment? Obviously, from a commercial regulation point of view, but is there any quality control? It reminds me of someone explained the difference in education between a dietitian and a nutritionist, and and you know it, there is more quality is is to do with expertise as well, and 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 training and background. So, is there a way? Um, you know, is there a way for the sort of buyer beware is there a way for the person to check uh that they're entering uh into a reputable uh arrangement or, or wellness center yeah i can't really comment on other places because that wouldn't be fair but at miracles for sure uh you know we have to make sure that everyone's paperwork their credentials their experience that there's a requirement that they have to fulfill before they're taken on board as a facilitator or a therapist so i know right off the bat that at miracles the people that we have in place are the people who come with that level of quality service expertise mm. and experience right? But even so, I always tell everyone, do your homework, you know, do a background check, find out about that individual who's working with you, find out. And you know, now it's so easy to find out about people online, you know, mm -hmm. it's you people have so much more access than, than they ever did before. So I would just say, do your homework at this stage. And you know, if you have questions, please ask questions. What's the difference between a coach and a therapist? Mm. What's the difference, like you said, between a nutritionist and a dietitian? And that's why you know we have the free consultations because sometimes someone comes in thinking that they know what they want, but actually what they need is something completely different. Mm. So we're always educating people as well on what's going on and, and what they're looking for, even if it's outside miracles, mm. you know. Let's suppose someone needs a therapist and not a coach. We'd say, even if you go outside of miracles, find a therapist. That's what our recommendation is. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's just about doing your background check. That's great. But, but I think in, I will talk, I think we'll talk about technology later, but in, in other markets, there are sort of, there's regulation, uh, but then there's also sort of uh, community uh, regulation in terms of apps and recommendations and ratings and things like that mm -hmm. uh, is it and that's part of a it's part of a developed ecosystem right it's part of you know yeah uh, that type of thing is there a network in Dubai where you know your wellness center might partner with uh, other sort of hospitals or clinics or things like that and and are, are there uh, stamps and certificates and industry bodies that can verify uh, your sort of 10 years experience and things like that? See, the thing is in Dubai, let's suppose we talk about a hypnotherapist, okay? When you have a hypnotherapist in Dubai, I'm just using hypnotherapy as an example. You have, you know, someone who comes from the American School of Hypnotherapy, from the Canadian School of Hypnotherapy, from the UK School of Hypnotherapy, from the Australian School of Hypnotherapy. So they're all different in a certain sense. So how would you regulate that, you know, technically speaking? Okay. Having said that, I do truly believe that the Dubai Health Authority, especially in the mental health space, is doing an amazing job with, with trying to regulate it as much as they can, which is why you need to have proper licensing and all of those things from DHA. 
Okay. You know, so I think in terms of this specific space here in this region, um, they they have their way of regulating it so that we make sure we have the right people that are licensed and certified on board. Mm. But in terms of apps and collaborating with those kind of spaces, I know that there are a few apps uh, in Dubai and there are a few like, you know, public communities that. Um, offer these services but um, yeah I think it's again an individual thing and it's great they should uh, but I think individuals still need to do their homework interesting it's just so diverse if that's yeah. the thing it's the diversity which is the beauty of it but also it becomes a bit tricky sometimes yeah interesting kind of switching tact but taking up what you mentioned there about individuals uh researching and then individuals responsibility it and i want to phrase this in a certain way because it's something i've been thinking about lately uh the corporate responsibility you work with companies you work with corporates uh you know well-being yeah. is so so part of the workplace it's so part of uh stress that work can create and things like that and uh i was at a few conferences recently and you know, when this topic comes up, I often wonder where the responsibility is. Some some leadership or some founders uh, spoke about providing, uh, you know, funds and uh, paying for mental health and, and therapy sessions through the pandemic and, and doing that. And I always wondered, is that the responsibility of, as a business owner, is that the responsibility of a business owner or is it the responsibility of the individuals? And, and if so, if it's the responsibility of the business owner of uh, well-being, then where does that, where does the line stop with regards to gyms and, and all of the other things, you know, as well? So wondering what your views are on that. Um, I honestly believe it's both. I think it is the responsibility of business owners and it's also the responsibility of the individual. Okay, business owners and companies that are doing this, I mean, it's it's always good for companies to take care of their team. You know, it's always good for people, for, you know, business owners to take care of their people. Like this is something that has always been a standard good business practice, you know. Now with the rise and with the awareness of mental health, um, you know, there are a lot of companies and there are a lot of places, whether it's gyms, wellness centers, yoga studios, whatever, that are happy to collaborate with companies in a way that is not too challenging for the company to do. You know, people are happy to work with people. So where the companies themselves draw the line is, I think, based on the individual companies. I think it, it's going to vary from company to company, depending on their budgets, the way they're set up, the number of employees they have, etc. Right now, on an individual level, people should be taking care of themselves, regardless, period, like take care of yourself, you know, you 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 go to the gym, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, you take care of your external body, what's going on inside you? You know, why is that like forgotten or, or not considered rather? So I think uh, mental health and going to the gym and yoga and doing all of these things on a, for, for your mental health should be a part of people's lifestyle now. Mm. You know, it's, we, we've got to normalize this now, mm. you know. So definitely it should always be something that is an individual responsibility for mm. sure. But it's good for companies to do that too. Okay. and In their own way. Interesting. And then, so the company, if, if, if for example, if our company, if Augustus Media approached Miracles and said, hey, we've got 25, 30 people in Dubai mm -hmm. and we want to put something together, a program 
or we want to uh, provide something for them how, how would that work okay so what we would do is we would have a meeting firstly and understand exactly what your team is looking for mm. okay because again it's different with every company we have a set list of services and trainings and sessions that we can offer but i also feel like it's really nice to customize it for the business too mm. are you is it for your hr team is it for your management team is it for your sales team it may vary right okay. so when we when we have this initial kickoff meeting with your team and we understand what's going on then we'd send you options and we create we could create something bespoke we'll send you a list of our services that you could pick from and then it would be a matter of us coming and facilitating it for you interesting so you you could do it uh, you facilitate for company you know it could be a, a workshop event for a weekend it could be a wellness retreat it could be absolutely yeah it could be a 30 minute or a 60 minute power hour yeah. or it could be like a week long retreat yeah <laughs> you know there's no <laughs> limit to where we can go with this yeah so and, i and think when we understand sorry no and and you could also you know the company sorry could could engage with uh miracles and then uh people could do it at an individual level through the company as well absolutely okay yes we have some companies that we work with um because of confidentiality, I can't really share what who they are, but um, we do regular workshops with them. We also have like uh, employee discounts and discounts for their family as well, family mm -hmm. discounts. So they come in and if they need individual support, if they need success coaching, any of that stuff, then we offer it to them on the individual level. And we can also like do weekly or monthly workshops and sessions mm -hmm. and classes and stuff like that for them too. Um, so yeah, and we've done weekend stuff too. So yeah, it just depends what they're looking for and what, and what they'd like. We've also had, we've also had a time when we've had uh, a coach sit in their office like twice a week and work with individuals in the office, you know, like having an in-house performance coach, so to Amazing. speak, um, or they would come to us, whatever okay. works for them. Yeah, I mentioned in the intro that the self-development part is, you know, it's also part of one's career and, uh, you know, all sort of performance reviews have that element of, of development. So you really, you can do that type of development for the workplace uh, coaching as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about, even in the workplace, you know, it's about your mindset. You know, how, how are you coming to work? How do you feel at work? How are you communicating with your team? What is your level of productivity? Are you, do you feel loyal and aligned with the company and with the brand? Mm. And you know, where are you at on an individual level? And then where are you at on a collective level? Mm. Interesting. You know? So Amrit, so from a, two uh, other topics related to, to all of this, but firstly technology and, and then want to talk about the region. And technology is quite a broad, uh, horizontal, it can, you know, there can be uh, health tech, there can be many things here. But first of all, how are, how are Miracles using technology? Uh, obviously, it's a very kind of people-centric uh, uh, service you're providing, but is there technology involved in how you run the business and how you work with people? So at the moment, we offer a lot of online sessions, classes, meditations, and services through Zoom. 
Okay. And we haven't really de developed any apps or anything yet. It is part of our future plan. Now, the interesting thing is that I always have this conversation with people in my industry because I have like a point of view about this. Um, I love technology. I think it's really important. It's definitely where we're headed. However, I also feel that in the work that we do, that personal connection is really, really important. Mm. You know, sometimes with technology, people feel like some sort of a distance or a disconnect in some way. Mm. So I feel that we've got to find a way, even through technology, to connect on a personal level. You know, okay. and we've had a lot of clients who say to us that we'd rather come and see you one on one than do an online session. You yeah. know, and we've looked at that data and we've looked at why is that? Why, how can we create that one-on-one -on -one experience online, you mm -hmm. know, and you know, it just, it's just different. It's just yeah. different. So we're, we're trying to work on that and see what we can do and how can we make that happen. Maybe it's the metaverse. Maybe we've, we're all in the virtual Maybe. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, I, but I guess, you know, I, I think that's, that's interesting, but I think around your business in this day and age, you'll have other parts. So you'll obviously use social media. So marketing technology, you'll use, um, you know, if clients are booking uh, an appointment, they will get an automated email and things like that. So do, do you use software as a service like that as well? And, uh, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, we have we have CRM systems in place. We we use all those kind of things to make it as smooth and as efficient as possible for the client experience. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I think we were, everyone was doing that. Of course, if you set up a business in the last ten years, it's impossible not to without technology. But um, we were yeah. accelerated as well during the pandemic, weren't we? You know, in terms of signing doc, just everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. So yeah, so um, yeah, maybe there will be maybe there will be more development on technology in this region around uh, about around wellness and apps and things like that. But it's a good space to watch. Um, yeah, I really uh, hope so. It's really exciting. Yeah. Would you, would you? So if you if you did apps and things like that, you know, would you think of it for you know to improve to be part of your business to be part of miracles, or would you think, oh, this is more like a platform, or would you try and treat it like a different startup or is your focus on miracles i think um at miracles we have so much to offer that in my mind at this stage it would make sense to do it through miracles okay. because we have so we're a world of services and content you know so whether we do a meditation on a on on an app or we offer something to read or you know something for people to practice or whatever we offer on apps there's so much that we can create just through the miracles platform yeah that i think it would make sense for me to do it through that for now interesting yeah. i just thought of something while you were speaking there in terms of content is that something that you would do as well you know provide maybe wellness podcasts or different things like that absolutely yeah that's all part of our future plans great good uh cool yeah. um last thing we you know this is a dubai works business podcast but we always ask around the region and interested uh you know the the typical question is do you believe in this region do you think that it's an emerging market and you know from your perspective of having worked in and other countries in the region as well how how do you see dubai and how do you see the sort of uh environment uh, in the region, particularly around the wellness industry? Honestly, I truly believe that over here in this region, in this country, sky is the limit, and it's on you what you do with it. 
you know um i think that there's really no limit to what could happen here and it's such a beautiful expansive creative space it's great for for creativity in a way you know because there's so much possible so i think that this is definitely an an extremely emerging market at at the stage and i mean clearly you know and it's it's going to be super interesting to see what happens in the wellness industry here because because you know when i like i said you know i came to dubai about 10 years ago and 10 years ago it was so like it's almost like what it is now it was like that in the us back in in north america back then mm. you know so we've like not only caught up but now we're like superseding almost you know in some way mm. so so yeah it'd be really really interesting to see how it, it goes uh, and you you work with international clients but if you were to open up another branch uh, of miracles would it be within dubai within the uae or within the region and if the region what would make this be deciding factors for where you would go um obviously like the the deciding factors would be you know good old supply and demand yeah. you know where people are interested where where there's a demand for this work it would most definitely be in the region i don't see why not i think the more awareness we create and more of these things that we offer to people here it's much needed you know we we're it's a city life people are stressed they're busy um it's it's hectic and and also you know i also have to say it's what's really interesting about here is that because there's such a big expat community everyone is away from their support systems you know people are away from home in their in their heads you know hmm. so in other parts of the world like it's their home it's their community it's their neighborhood their families are there anyone has an issue you know that they have that even that psychological support system but in dubai somewhere maybe that's missing because people are away from home mm. you know so um so yeah i think wherever wherever it's required i mean even north america we like i said you know i i go to canada a lot uh, i used to actually pre pandemic uh we used to go there a lot for sessions and services there's definitely a huge demand there as well so yeah it just it just really depends on what shows up Amazing, interesting. Does sound like there's uh going to be a lot more demand in Dubai as well though. So you your hands might be full. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> and le- leading into the new year, uh what are your sort of what are the new year's resolutions for miracles and do you see an an uptick in people, you know, new year new you are people's minds more focused on wellness in January? Is that a cyclical thing? Yes, that is. That all the resolutions are coming up now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh yeah, definitely. I think people are very more they're very focused on how, you know, their 2022 is going to be the best year ever and things like that. And why not? Like why not? go for it. Let's yeah. do it, you know. Uh the one the one thing that I would say though, uh just from my observations and from my own personal experience as well, just be really really open to change you know ride that wave you know in fact find a way in your own way to enjoy it because there's so much change the world is going through right now you know and people's choices are changing their lives a lot of people are are leaving their jobs and starting their own businesses a lot of business people are shutting down their businesses and going back to you know 9 to 5 jobs So it's okay change is a really beautiful thing you know make friends with change actually and it could you'd be surprised it could end up working for you rather than against you so it's a really really exciting time let's see let's see what the new year brings
Amazing. Embrace the change. I like that positive yeah, note. Embrace the change. To finish up. Amazing. Thank you. Amrit, thank lovely hearing about miracles. I uh, wish you all the best and uh, continued success and we'll follow your journey. That was very interesting. Uh, I definitely learned a lot. It's one of the areas I don't know a whole lot about. So I tried to explore it and uh, Amrit was really nice to talk to and uh, definitely going to try and get down there and check it out and have a look uh, and see what we can do on a personal and corporate level. Uh, so thank you to Shahir and Ali for producing the show. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast app, please do uh, leave a comment. Uh, it helps with, uh, with podcast SEO, if that's a thing. Uh, subscribe and also do check out smashy.tv, uh, smashy TV, iOS, Android, and very, very shortly going to be on uh, Apple TV and other smart TV devices as well. There's a seven day free trial. Uh, and do for Dubai Works, do let us know what guests you would like coming up next year. If you like this wellness one, if you'd like more wellness guests as well. And we've one more episode next Thursday before we finish off for the year. Uh, so speak to you then.